Today's episode is sponsored by none other than Study Notes ABA. Whoop, whoop. The best company ever. This is because we stand behind everything that we teach you in these episodes. We teach you the exact same content in a relatable way when you're studying for your boards to be a BCBA or BCABA. If you want to sign up for any type of specialty class when you're studying and you have a topic that you just can't wrap your head around, we have specialty classes in our shop at studynotesaba.com. You can sign up for, you can join, um, sign up for group tutoring. You can get mock exams. Liat right now is currently working on an amazing app that's coming soon. So stay tuned for all the new stuff. And if you really want to join in on the collective, we've already started, but you can always hop in and get the video recording. So what are you waiting for? It's time to pass the effing test. Study notes, ABA. ABA in a little x-rated way. It's behavior, bitches. Hey, guys. It's Liat. And Casey. We're back, baby. Episode 15. We are killing it with these episodes, and we're actually dropping them on Monday, which... I just don't know how we do it with our crazy lives, but we do it because we love you guys and we want to make sure that you keep tuning in. Behavior momentum is what it's all about. I know. Now that we've got into the groove, we're doing a little better. In the beginning, it was really a struggle, but we're making it work. It was a hashtag struggle bus all the time. But somehow we're making it work and we love doing it. It's the highlight of our week. But now that we teach the collective together, it's kind of like we get that too. So hopefully we don't get satiated of each other well we actually still have never met and currently liat has some other chick over with her and she's rubbing it in my face telling me all this stuff to make me jealous and i feel like i'm actually going through a breakup right now with her and today's episode dun 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 is gonna be all about breakups as always guys remember you could find us on instagram at behavior bitches podcast you could find us on facebook behavior bitches podcast and you can find our website, behaviorbitches.com. Yes, still under fun stress. Not it's Dang. actually not even funny anymore. Like yes. <laughs> also, guys, so, what the submit form. If someone wants to like contact us, they could use the submit uh, like form on there. I mean we the have website one, we have one functioning stuff. tool. We have one functioning <laughs> facet of the website. So please but, go and submit an email submission if that is really what you want to do. But better yet than that website, I'm going to send you over to our Patreon. Patreon is how we can continue working. Patreon lets creators create like ourselves. All you have to do is you could literally give as low as $2 a month to support our podcast. This covers the fees that we have been paying out of our own pocket to keep producing this podcast. We want to keep doing it. If you want us to keep doing it, sign up for Patreon. If you don't, don't sign up for Patreon. But Also, if you want to sponsor an ad, we have over 55,000 listens. I don't know who the F out there is listening to us that much, but we thank but you doing- for your support. Yeah, if you want to sponsor an episode, if you're an ABA clinic, you're you're hiring, if you have an ABA product related, if you have a product that you think we would stand behind, again, we're not standing behind any bullshit. So if it's something that we would agree with and we think is great, reach out to us. We would love to have you sponsor our episode. I mean, Study Notes ABA can only sponsor so many. 
you know, like a Daddy Warbucks over here. Like, I know, not a sponsor. I mean, She's not really giving money to us, just so you know. Um, you guys, we have um, our five-star review of the day, which isn't actually a five-star review of the day, but it was a message that we got via um, our Instagram. And I just want to read it. Um, I'm not going to say the name. They'll know who it is if they hear it, but um, it was just really cool. Hi, I'm dating. I was dating this guy, but I just couldn't let go. No matter how much I knew he wasn't good for me, no matter how many lies he told me, and no matter how much of a jerk he was, been there. I listened to your podcast on dating assholes, and I couldn't relate more. I'm studying for my BCBA right now. I finally had enough and told him bye, but not before I used every single ABA term in the book that I could think of to describe his behaviors to me and what he was doing. I was really proud of myself and couldn't have done it if I didn't hear your podcast. Thank you. You're both amazing. Your podcast is the best. Girlfriend, you left your man after listening to the dating podcast. That's amazing. And guess what? Today, we're going to tell you how to deal with leaving your man because today's episode is all about breakups. Break freaking ups. The title of this show is called, it's called a breakup because it's hashtag broken AF. Because that is exactly what a breakup is. So breakups, they're tough as shit. But guess what? You're going to survive. And you know, people tell you all that annoying bullshit like, oh, time heals all wounds. You're like, shut the F up. I don't care. There is no worse feeling in the world than a breakup. And I still stand strong behind this because I mean, as you'll hear later, Casey has never been broken up with, which is like absolutely bizarre. Um, One time, but then he came back. Okay. So as someone who has been broken up with, um, that pain I always said I would rather go through any of the worst physical pain in the world than the emotional pain of a breakup. And then my fingers froze off, which literally was the worst physical pain in the world. And I still stand strong that, and this goes for like emotional pain as well. Like, you know, depression or anything related that you go through with it. But anyways. But I also need to stop and say real quick that, you know, whether you're the breakupper or the breakup E. It still um, sucked. It still fucking sucks. I have been through some deep, hard breakups of love that I thought it was the be all end all. This was the true love of my life and turned out it wasn't. And guess what? It took going through that to find the actual fuck. Yes. Okay. So trust me, I felt that like trust the feathers. Okay. Let's bring this whole podcast (laughs) full circle. Trust the feathers before the Mack truck hits you and just knocks you down. All right. So we got, you know, we like to do this because we're behavior analysts, but let's operationally define breakup. Okay. A breakup is to seize the behavior of going out with somebody. Okay. So that's like, you're the actual breaker upper, right? Because I mean, technically, I guess a dead man can be broken up with, right? Just thinking wise. I mean, I you mean, could do it. <laughs> yeah, it would be weird, but yeah. So, but so you're seizing the behavior, but you're also seizing the behavior of spending time, being sexually physical, texting, calling, basically your entire identity. <laughs> exactly. Translation. This is the worst pain in the whole world. You feel like your whole world falls apart, and you're never going to think you're going to find love again. You hate every reminder you see. If you see a McDonald's cup, if you see a blade of grass, you're like, oh my god, we used to walk on the grass together. I mean, life just sucks after a breakup. But shit does get better. You hate every happy couple you see. Suddenly, you're requesting, uh, questioning your entire identity. I How mean- will you ever survive alone? And also. 
who's going to keep the friends? Like, what do you do with the friends in the breakup? What do you do? How, do you return all the shit? Do you just pack it in a box and leave it? Do you, what do you do with pictures? Oh my God. These are all things I think about. I Facebook know. Pictures, do you delete them off your Instagram and your Facebook? But you look so good in that one picture with both of uh, you. Like, why do you have to delete the photo? It fucking sucks. I like, just you crop so it good. out. I crop it right out. I crop them right out. And I still have a real hot one of me at a wedding when I was real skinny. <laughs> Love it. Exactly. So breakups suck. We get it. But you go through them. And you know what the crazy part about breakups? You know, I don't know if you, I ever told you this, Casey. I don't think I actually did. And actually, I pulled some stuff from this today. Um, when I was in college, I started writing a book called The Breakup Survival Bible. No, you've not told me this. I have like an extra. I haven't told you. You're like, I'm like really passionate about the topic of breakups. Like when I hear someone going through a breakup, my heart like literally goes into my balls that I don't even have. And I'm like sick because I like get such an aversive pairing. Like I remember going through a breakup and it's so terrible. But so like when I was in my sorority for like a week, I was known as like the breakup chair. I, so I wrote this book and like the book was all about, it was like, well, why are you able to write this book? You're no like therapist or whatever it is. And it was like, first of all, when there's love, there's absolutely no logic. That's my one thing. So typically, like we said in the dating episode, trust the contingency. Like when someone has been shitty to you before, it is likely going to happen again. If they have cheated on you, they're going to do it again. A leopard never changes their spots. And with most behavior that is punished or that we come into the contingency with, we don't want to do it again, right? But with love, for some reason, I do think that there is like some other component there because we're not like, it's not like typical behavior that you're coming in contact with a contingency. Instead, you're like, oh, I know that um, chemical A and chemical B cause a fusion every time, but I'm going to try it again, right? It's something it with love that it does your that. brain. Yeah, like, like, I really do believe it's a true addiction because, I mean, I had, like, the shittiest boyfriend and we got back and forth for, like, five years. It was, like, the most toxic relationship ever. And every time I thought something was going to be different, like, I don't know. It was like, and it was like a drug addiction. It's like, oh, okay, was one more night we'll sleep together, you know, or sorry, dad, I know you love my podcast and didn't oh, mean to Ivan. sleep with anyone. Oh, <laughs> Ivan. You know, growing up, everyone was scared of Ivan. Like his name was like, Ivan, is Liat, is Ivan going to be there? Never like Liat's dad. It was like Ivan. It's um, such a strong, powerful name. That's why. Yeah. Like Ivan the Great. Um. But, so let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the psychological and physiological symptoms that happen when you go through a breakup. I mean, hashtag private events that you are experience, you are experiencing things literally inside your body. And sometimes you could even see the permanent products on the outside as a result. Like you like, might gain a shit ton of weight because you or eat a lot of ice cream. Or, a shit ton of weight. or sometimes you don't even have to put yourself on a diet. You're just feeling like so confused. But psychologically and physiologically you literally could actually get sick to your stomach it's that feeling I like used, you've been punched in the gut you and someone like literally took your intestines out and like and your heart and like put it in a blender <laughs> yes. and like drink it what's that like, with their song? new girlfriend and like took shots over it with their new girlfriend like i mean gosh That's the worst thing to think about, actually. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have like so much ver like behave like, you know, verbal behavior in your head going on also. I mean, you're thinking about like, 
oh my god are they dating someone already oh my god like what are they doing right now oh my god they probably aren't even upset that i'm blah 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 right like you're having all these private events inside your head that are like making you go effing insane um it's all consuming you're perseverating on that person over and over all day long it's all you think about it's um, all you see like everything really is a reminder like oh yeah because i mean think about being with someone and loving someone you become one and when you lose that you're you know you think you're losing your identity you're losing all the things that you loved and why and i think the biggest thing for me is i went through a pretty rough breakup the one that you know i he came back after but um <laughs> fuck you oh <laughs> uh, i hope he's listening um but the the whole thing was like what did i do wrong why doesn't he love me what could i do better like how how could he be better with somebody else like i thought we were perfect and all these things and you have to stop thinking that way when you're going through breakups because it's not about you whoever you're breaking up with it's or not you it's you it, but it's that person and honestly my biggest advice is why do you want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you okay remember that if there's you know you're broken up with it's for a reason okay you shouldn't want to be with that person anyways i know this is advice that you know people usually are when you're ready for advice you're ready for the advice when you're not you're not but just think about that after you go through all that horrible pain and that you know extinction bursts of texting and calling and checking their social media oh, I'll, like, I'll give a good example of that after save that okay that's my favorite story of extinction burst yeah so but wait you can you talk that, about the study also that you had written yeah. so beautifully here so i was doing some research on breakups in the brain um to really understand the psychological physiological effects so there was a research done by edward smith he's a cognitive neuroscientist at columbia university so they took um basically asked people you know who has anyone been recently broken up with if you have you could be a part of the study um and what they did was they hooked them up and they saw that people who experienced recent breakups they were asked okay like asked to participate in the study um they then assessed which areas of the brain lit up when participants looked at pictures of their exes and then they compared this to when they looked at pictures of just their friends or loved ones um, and at the same time were exposed to pain via a hot probe on the arm. So what they found here was that um, the same parts of the brain lit up when they looked at pictures of their exes or experienced physical pain, but not when they just looked at pictures of their friends. So these brain regions, the insula and anterior, anterior cingulate cortex, whoa, are known so to be smart as shit, Gacy. Fucking so smart. Are known to be associated with pain experience. You guys. So what they're saying is that when they looked at pictures of their exes, the same places in their brain that lit up also happened when they were exposed to physical pain. Okay. But then when they just like looked a at hot pictures, probe, like getting burnt. But when they just looked at pictures of their family or um, friends or loved ones, those uh, areas of the brain did not light up. The pain. That seems like that was like a control in their experimental um, analysis over there, Casey. Like they had to have a control to see, are these people just lighting up for everything? But Absolutely. obviously they're not, right? But it really have... just shows that there's physical pain that's happening. It's, you know, people are like, oh, just get over it, get over it. It's fucking hard to get over these things. Exactly. Except forever. But don't worry, because after Liat talks about her extinction burst, I've got a nice prescription for you um, of how to get over a breakup. All right, but also today, just so you know, so what you know what to listen out for, 
Um, we are going to talk about these behavioral principles in this episode. Those are extinction burst, also extinction, because extinction goes with extinction burst, um, differential reinforcement of alternative behaviors. You could also do differential reinforcement in general, incompatible behaviors. We'll get there. Um, going through MO, states of deprivation of a person, um, intermittent reinforcement. So we'll talk about schedules of reinforcement. Um, that's talking about the random late night text and random sex. That shit is hard to break that you get back into again. Um, also, we talk about um, the other behavioral principle we talk about also are condition motivating operations. So I'm just going to give you a few behavioral ideas of what we're talking about. So extinction burst and extinction. So the best way through a breakup actually is cold turkey or what we call extinction. You know extinction is when you a behavior that was previously reinforced is no longer reinforced. Like so, never, not at all. Not, not at all. Second. Not intermittent. True exactly. extinction. So that is true extinction. So the same way we talk about with a child, a child that would tantrum and sometimes you would give them attention, sometimes you wouldn't. If it was true extinction and the uh, function of their behavior was attention, you would make sure absolutely no attention is available for that child when they engage in the behavior. The same thing goes for a breakup. So typically, it will, let's say you're the one doing the breaking up also, which is also very hard. And you are getting calls from your ex, okay? So let's say Casey, the Miss I Never Got Broken Up With over here. I'm so right? mad I said that to you. <laughs> yeah, Miss I Never Got Broken Up With over here. Um, but you've paid your dues and other things in life. Everyone has to go through there to be in the Liat Club. And by the way, I was telling my new best friend, Carol, today, who I picked up from the airport at 5 a.m., which I, if it was you, Casey, I probably wouldn't pick you up at 5 a.m. I'd probably put you in an Uber. But me and Carol are just like so close, like family like that. But anyway, that's just trying to literally make me so jealous all day. I know we've been holding hands all day. And I'm like, F you. I don't care. I'm flying out there tomorrow. You're I'm going to I'm going through an extinction burst. I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to come out there and stalk your ass, (laughs) steal your dogs, put your clothes on the lawn. So where was I going with that? Why was I telling you that? Oh, I was telling you that because um, that oh, I was telling her this morning that everyone has to pay their dues to be in the Liat sorority. And the Liat sorority is everyone has to go through their hardship because it just makes you that much cooler of a person. So, but you, like I said, you paid your dues in other and areas. Dude, I, I'm divorced. I've gone through a ton of like, really I mean, you paid shit. your dues. You have an effing uh, state of number 13 America tattooed on your ass, whatever it means. <laughs> like that is paying your dues to society. You've done your dumb shit, whatever. Um, but anyway, so, when so what happens is let's say i've been the girl who's been broken up with before right okay and i have my ex-boyfriend shout out to you benji um no hard feelings anymore but back then they were hard as shit honey (laughs) (laughs) and i doubt he listens to this but in case he does um so what would happen right i would i remember that i would call and like we'd break up, it would be for like, oh, we yeah, we definitely need to not be together. It'd be like a mutual thing. Like this is just not working anymore. We just fight. So then what would happen? I would then be like, I miss him, but I miss him. So then I call and call and call. He would answer occasionally or text me like, I can't talk to you. I'm so sorry. Or like, I'm actually seeing someone else now. Um, 
which like still when I hear like the name Marissa, like my heart still like, even though like I, I, she's happily married, I'm happily married. He's doing his own thing. I still like have a paired association with the name, but, um, anyway, so I call and it was like, I have a new girlfriend now. Right. Okay. So now I'm like, he intermittent, he intermittently reinforces me. He'll answer the phone sometimes, or even if he's like responding and giving me the attention of saying like, I can't talk to you anymore. That's still intermittent reinforcement. Like he's still giving me attention. Negative attention is still attention. So then I would, then suddenly he stops answering completely. He puts me on extinction. Like he obviously understood behavior or something that puts me in crazy bitch mode. Okay. Now I've got to get a hold of this guy. I don't care what I have to do, but as long as it's functionally equivalent to get what I want. So I'm calling, I'm texting. I joined an effing sorority so that I could like show that like, I'm cool too. And you want to like, Oh, you joined a frat. Yeah. I could do this too. Now you notice me. Okay. Like I've been pathetic girl too. All right. So you do all these different things, still not getting attention. So at some point when he's intermittently reinforcing, I'm going to like keep, it maintains the behavior, intermittent reinforcement every now and then like answering maintains the behavior. But also when he first put the behavior on extinction and stopped answering, that's when I went into crazy bitch mode. Okay. That's when I would like message him on Facebook, look, try log into his other like usernames on whatever else to see like who he's talking to. Um, isn't it the worst when you see their mom being like, I just want you to know that Benji is like not answering me. And, um, you know, you go crazy, like extinction bursts. Like you're like, Hey, Benji, I left a bobby pin at your house. Um, like, or like you see their, um, their, you go through and see if they've had new friends on Instagram, new followers or new friends on Facebook. Like, Oh, who's this bitch? Mm -hmm. Who do you know? And I look her up and I'm like, do they have comments? Does, Oh, someone liked this photo. Someone did this. Like it yeah, is you're going all shit crazy. But the actually most helpful thing you could do when you're breaking up with someone is do cold turkey and actually put them on extinction. Like block them on social media, not answer any of their calls because what happens is so with extinction, as we know, when you first put a behavior on extinction, there's an extinction burst when the behavior increases. It gets worse before it gets better. Then eventually you're like, okay, there's no form of reinforcement here. The behavior decreases and goes down, right? It goes down. Then comes a few months later and you have a few too many tequila shots with your friends. You think you're good. You're like, oh my God, we could totally be friends. I don't care. I'm totally fine with it. But let me just call and check in how things are going. This is spontaneous recovery of a behavior. Now, if Benji were to answer his phone at that time, that would just put my behavior right back into being reinforced and I could pick up where I was before when we were dating or going crazy again or doing all weird shit. Whereas psycho exactly then, but if the behavior was still put in extinction, that's a spontaneous recovery. And it was still, he still didn't answer me at all. The behavior would decrease again. And this is what happens in breakups all the time. And the problem is a lot of people get back with their shitty exes because of the intermittent reinforcement factor of, Oh, we've had some time off. When I see them again, things are so great, but shit's going to get bad again. So that's the extinction burst process of it. Casey, what about, differential reinforcement during breakup or I guess that's more like in the solution so I will say that um the one um the one breakup I went through um (laughs) uh no not anyways um what happened for me um all these things you know that you get sad and you go through the grief and I did all that drank went out and partied made out with guys blah 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 but I did that for a very small amount of time. And then 
I found alternative behaviors, very healthy ones. I would run every day. I would fill my time with healthy, you know, eating healthy this. I'm going to, you know, look amazing. I'm going to be the most, um, I'm going to be my best self to prove, which, you know, again, you don't want to be proving who's better. You don't want to try to win a breakup. That's not what this is about, but to just prove that I was okay. And so finding those, you know, reinforcing yourself for alternative behaviors is going to be very important, whether you're staying busy, you, you know, get busy at work, you have a good support system, um, pick up new hobbies. That's kind of the differential of alternative behaviors versus texting them, calling them, stalking their social media, Eating showing up at their house. Eating ice cream, like showing, starting to hang out with their friends, trying to like bang their best friends. Like try have healthy alternatives. Okay. Also, if you have to do incompatible behaviors, like if you, Okay, I think also a huge part of breakup that especially with our phones now is like you check your phone and there's no messages and you're like, well, what do I do now? Like, I don't have any messages like so you literally need to find things that are incompatible with that. So like when you can't be using your phone, like if you have to go get on a jet ski, then jet ski 24 hours a day. I don't give a shit. Do a DRI, something incompatible. You can't be texting it on a jet ski in the water. I mean, it's just like find something incompatible. Um, delete the apps off your phone so you can't. That's an antecedent intervention. Delete the apps off your phone. Unfriend them on social media. That is an antecedent intervention also for you not to get involved in seeing what they're doing and being depressed. Also, a huge thing with this, um, and this is also part of the prescriptions that we're talking about. Um, yeah, sorry, my brother just showed up. Now, can you say hi? Hi. Hi. Hi, sweetie. How are you? Hi. Hi you. I'm good. It's so good to see you. Her brother is the cutest thing in the effing world, you guys. All right. Okay. Back to the episode. So a lot of people think it's necessary to jump right into a relationship after or ding, do ding, these different ding, things ding, to get. Is that what you a, did? I am a... That, that's all I've Serial mon monogamous? Boom, boom, boom. Oh, so am I actually... Up in another relationship in two days, allow myself to grieve? No. Go have sex with someone else? Yes. Oh, okay. So like now I'd be like more like depressed type get on like, that's when I started antidepressants actually, to be honest over here. Um, but so there are different things you could do during a breakup to get through it. And I want to tell you something that I assumed like, oh, like my high school breakup was the worst. And then this shit is the same no matter what stage of life you're in, whether you're a married adult getting a divorce, whether you're a breakup in high school, like it is there is major pain associated with all levels of breakups. Um, I wish I could tell my 14 year old self that. And I will tell this to my daughter, the boyfriend that you first have the first breakup, you're going to have so many more of those so many more painful experiences until you find the right one. And it's okay. Life is not over. I will survive. I will survive. Let's talk about some concerning behaviors that people engage in when going through a breakup. Also, we'll talk about some of those behaviors. And we also got some great stories from some of you guys telling us what you have done during a breakup. Showing um, us your true crazy. Thank you. Yeah, we love that about you. Um. So I'll start it off. And before we give you some of the behaviors not to engage in, sorry, guys, I know this episode's kind of all over the place. Um, 
peanut but butter jelly. <laughs> peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> All right. So my, I'm going to start with my story of something crazy I did. Everyone has like their crazy moment story. And mine was, so me and my boyfriend would break up and get back together a million times. One time he was like drunk and like asleep, like knocked out in college. But I knew that like we were like just like intermittently hooking up in between. And like we saw each other again. We we're out drunk and at a bar in college. And so he was asleep and his phone was there. And I still remember this like Samsung flip phone getting on it and being like, oh, he was texting other girls. I mean, we weren't dating. He was entitled to. So then I started like texting these girls on the phone being like, hey, I just want to let you know, like I decided to get back with my girlfriend. She's just such a great girl. I like we needed I to get can't. back together. <laughs> um, So we're getting back, but it was so nice talking to you. Thanks, but I don't feel comfortable talking anymore. And then after I'd done that, I was drunk and I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do now to back this up? Shit, he's going to see what I wrote like when he wakes up. So I start deleting texts in his phone and I'm like, well, it's going to be obvious if just a text with whatever, Samantha, I don't know, I just made up a random name, um, are gone. So I'm going to start deleting random texts. So like I delete like his text with his mom and like with other things. So like he's like, like oh, my phone's phone. having a glitch. Yeah, my phone's having a glitch that it just like deletes text. Um, so that was kind of crazy. One thing I did, another boyfriend I did, I was, I actually in high school, I had two boyfriends at the same time. It was really unintentional. It was like one was in the Jewish community and one was like just known as being like the hottest guy in the grade. And he was like really shy, but like Liat got him to talk. It was so cool that Liat got John to like date her. He was so cool at the time. But I liked Jordan because like he was like the actual guy I could marry in the Jewish community and John because he was like considered cool in the grade. So I had these two boyfriends and it was like, I never know how to break one's heart. I'd be like, I cannot talk to you anymore. And then I'd be with the other. And then at one point, I really wanted to be with Jordan, the guy I was dating. So I said, Jordan, if you don't, I need to tell you something that I've had this other boyfriend. If you don't stay with me, I'm going to take these tablets. And I like went with like my like Vyvanse that I was like taking in high school at the time. <laughs> and so I ended up, I took, I took two, but he didn't know how many I'd taken. And I did it in front of him. And he like took me into my parents' house and was like, she took tablets. And I'm like, I know what I took. My parents were like, nope, sorry. You don't F around with that. They made me go to the hospital, tell the hospital what I did. Um, and then I had to like drink the charcoal and stuff. So that punished that behavior. But basically we've all been a crazy bitch at some point in our life. And that was obviously attention maintained. And that's a crazy bitch thinking that he's going to want to stay with me if I tell him I'm going to take these tablets. So other people's stories they said was one girl said I was crazy because I was breaking up with him. And then I still made him drive me to school in high school because I didn't want to take the bus. Um, one girl said I was stupid because I took his ass back after cheating. Basically, she didn't learn from the contingency of what he did. Um, as someone else said, I took my ex-husband's girlfriend out to lunch to hear the truth and confession that adultery was committed. Then I asked her to excuse me so I could go to the ladies' room. I walked right into the kitchen and out the back door. I sent him a text, a, a text message that said, I took the trash out today. She's waiting for the garbage man at the restaurant name. Don't be late. She's thinking up the place. A week later... I had filed and moved to California on an epic life journey. So these are That's some stories. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Um, but I have, I have a couple too that I've, I've. So one person they cut their engagement ring off their finger, smashed it with a hammer, and then mailed it to them. Another person hacked an ex's email and canceled flowers he had sent to his new girlfriend for her birthday. 
Another person cut my hair way too short. My best friend did that same thing. She like shaved half the side of her head in like rebellion. And then she just looked, you know, she was just like, I just look like worse. Why would I have done that? <laughs> uh, my One of my other friends um, called their mom and told them like he was a liar and a cheater and then slept with the, their his best friend like right after. And it's like, okay, who's worse? <laughs> the best friend or you? I but need the best friend. Oh, I, I agree. Absolutely. But anyways, guys, the point of the story is that we do crazy shit under the, you know, when we go through these breakups, when we, we feel that our whole lives are falling apart and we can do everything, we have to control it. We have to bring it back. You know, this is the end of our life. Breakups are so hard, but guess what? You will get through it. Okay. I promise you that. And okay. So I'm going to say some concerning behaviors we engage in. And then Casey is going to give a behavioral solution. You don't know that you're going to do this. I'm pulling this on you right now, but you're going to. But okay, so behavior one we engage in is begging and pleading for them to come back. What you think this means, you think this shows like, I'm really committed to you. What it actually really says is I'm overcome with pain and fear. I don't love myself enough to know that I should walk away from something that doesn't treat me with love or doesn't love me. Like, I want to be with someone who doesn't love me. Casey, what can you do behaviorally to intervene here? All right. So first, we're going to start with some antecedent interventions where you're going to block them on your phone. You're going to take away your social media access to them, and you're going to put them on extinction because this is what I told you before. Why do you want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you? Okay. Let them come begging and pleading for you. Completely ignore them. Go about your business, do your grieving that you have to do, but do not engage in behavior with them anymore. And actually, no communication is better communication because let them, instead of trying to post these sexy pictures of yourself, like after, or like trying to like ask the hottest guy at the bar, like, hey, can we take a picture together? Um, it actually is a more desperate cry and let them actually wonder like, oh, I actually have no idea what they're up to. That's better than you like going on a social media. Like my life is just so perfect. Like everyone knows that's bullshit. So I think it's better the mystery. So just putting that part in there as well. And also just respect yourself enough. You know, res you are so amazing. They're the ones missing out on what it is. But also I, I am going to spin this a little bit here is also take like these are things that healthy people do in relationships. Take a look at what your part of the relationship was like your faults in the relationship also. Um, and have enough, um, wherewithal and knowledge and self per, you know, self perspective taking to say, maybe I can, you know, I did a couple of these things too, that resulted in this breakup. And usually it takes two to break up and, I've had to do that with a lot of the breakups I've gone through of like, what was my behavior that I engaged in? Like, you're going to kill me right now, but I've been thinking throughout this entire episode because I've been like bitching at you like, oh, I never broke up with, I never got broken up with, blah, blah, blah. When I think about it, I actually don't know if anyone like ever straight up came and like broke up with me. <laughs> I think it'd be like, we would just be like toxic for each other. And it'd be like, we just like, I can't do this anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Like Liat's like extremely impulsive talking. In I don't know. Person. I think Benji broke up with you because you were, you've had some tough feelings about Benji. <laughs> I, 
no, but we did it with each other all the time. We'd be like, we're so toxic, and then we get back. So maybe I was broken up with. I can't tell. I'm like trying to decide now. Maybe if Benji listens in, he could weigh into this. Um, Either way, honestly, it doesn't matter broken up with or breaking up with somebody. It all sucks. And both people feel these feelings. And these are things, you know, okay, another one. All right, Leah, now I'm going to turn it on you, okay? You have to behavior analyze this one. Okay, tell Um, me. So accidentally, really on purpose, running into them at their usual hangouts. You're going, you know, they go to this bar. Why the F are you going there? Okay. So first of all, going to say a behavioral principle, which is perfect to throw in here. Let's say I see his car outside the bar, right? That actually, this is not the actual like procedure um, or the intervention of how to deal with this, but I actually just want to throw in a behavioral principle here. That is a CMOR, condition motivating operation of reflexive, a reflexive of CMOR. What that means is that car is actually signaling that things are about to get worse. Another example of a CMOR is when you hear thunder outside, you're like, oh shit, shit's about to get bad. It's about to storm. So when you see his car outside somewhere, that should be, that should evoke your behavior to actually go the other way. So instead of putting yourself in a situation where things are going to worsen, you know, when you've seen him in the past, you've been a a drunk, crying mess, broken for the next 10 days, couldn't even get yourself out of bed. So I would say at that point, I would do like a task or a risk benefit analysis of like, okay, so it might be fun that I'm seeing him for one second, but what, what is the risk? Like the risk is now that I see him with another girl. Now I go in there and look like an idiot. Now I'm broken and I can't go to my job interview that I have for another job that I'm really excited about tomorrow. Now I've lost, you know, so the same way when we're going to do different interventions in ABA, I would also say to do a risk benefit analysis of like, is it going to hurt me more than it's going to help me? You know, like look at in the long run is, am I going to be more proud of myself later that I actually didn't call or that I didn't do something that I, instead of just trying to get that immediate satisfaction or reinforcement, which likely you might, you're probably going to think it's going to go a lot better than it actually is going to go. Like he's going to see me. He's going to think I'm so cute because I'm wearing this and like, he's going to just want me back. It doesn't work out like that guys. So you don't want to repeat the contingency. If it's trash, it's trash. Like you don't want to like, you don't go use your trash that you put outside. Like it's done. Oh, I like It's called a breakup because it's broken. So I, um, there was two other people that responded to our Instagram story of they just, these things just crack me up. I just, one person poured super fine glitter into the air intake in her ex's car. So when he turned the AC on, the glitter stuck to everything in the car. <laughs> like that is badass. And then another person after a breakup, um, he had a big job interview. So I showed up early in the morning and let out all the airs in his tires. <laughs> Guess who missed the job interview? Hashtag petty. Thank you guys for sharing these funny things to make this topic a little less like sad because that's take some balls to do that stuff. I don't think I've ever actually done anything that crazy. Actually, the one one the one breakup I am talking about, I did go to um I took the letter he wrote me and the ring, it wasn't an engagement ring, it was just a ring and a pair of his boxers that were left in my house and I threw him off the bridge like into the water in like a oh, ceremony. You way. really told him. You really told him. <laughs> I, I actually have like a burning of all my photos and a build of air and like this like 
crystal that like had our photo like at the inside of it like outside of my apartment building kind of in college which is kind of creepy but all right casey next next weird behavior that i'm gonna say people engage in and you're gonna say the behavioral um intervention that you would recommend being the badass bcba you are you ready sure okay um when you decide to return everything that they ever gave you weeks after hearing from them you reach out to things that they ever gave you like they're not relevant to them anymore it was something for you and you're like here what do you think about like that? weeks after not hearing from them right yeah um well i'm gonna go right away and say that's attention seeking behavior you are searching for whatever you can that friggin' bobby pin you think you left there you need to return this you know whatever a receipt that you had from dinner together that's attention seeking behavior okay you need that is a function <laughs> of your behavior right there and we need to put that behavior on like i thought you needed this receipt for your tax return this year you know <laughs> right. <And it's> like <laughs> yeah so that's my analysis of that one so what i would do to not do that is to put yourself on a self management program where you are kind of almost like a behavior contract. Like I will not engage in X, Y, and Z behavior, um, or I will. So you're going to, you want to focus on the behaviors you will engage in, but that would be the opposite of that. Um, so you, you know, maybe you just take his stuff and you throw it out. Um, you don't need to give it back to them unless, you know, it's, you know, immediate right after the breakup. So immediate reinforcement, you give it back to them, you change, it's an exchange of both stuff, but weeks after not hearing someone and just showing up and deciding to return everything. No. Sorry, baby. Don't do that. One other thing I want to say that I, my therapist, when I was going through my first breakup, ever told me, and this might not be behavioral, but this is also one of the most true things I ever heard. And it's actually fascinating. I don't know what the science is behind it, but with everything else in life, aside from a relationship, when you get a new one, so like, let's say you had an old Honda Accord, right? And then you get the newer Honda Accord or you get a new car, any kind, whatever. I don't care if it's a Honda or not, or a Mercedes. Hondas are all I drive. Did you know that? No, you're a Honda girl? Two Honda, uh, two Honda Accords and a Honda CRV now. Yep. Oh my through God. Through through, baby. I love that about you. Okay, so let's say you had a Honda Accord before an older one and then you get a new one. Suddenly you're like, oh my God, I don't know how I drove that car. The air conditioning was so shitty in that car. The, this, the doors were kind of stiff. It's so small. I can't believe I fit anything, right? That's what you I do when like you get a new car. I feel like use a clothespin to open the window. Exactly. So like now that also like, for example, I was obsessed with this apartment I lived in when I moved, like Ellie Ron and I moved to this complex. We had a one bedroom. I was obsessed. Then suddenly we got a two bedroom. We moved up because like we couldn't fit anymore. And it was like, I don't know how I ever lived in. I hate that apartment, blah, blah, blah. Now we just, purchased a house. And now I'm like, I hate this apartment. I can't believe I'm living here. I can't believe I take the dogs down three flights of stairs. Everything in life you get, you always can think of the bad things about the previous thing, except for a relationship. A relationship, for some reason, we see everything through rose-colored glasses, right? Like you could have had the shittiest relationship, like you fought every day and you'd be like, we had Oh my God, we would always make breakfast together. Like it might've been one time that like you had breakfast <laughs> together and suddenly you're thinking of all these good things about the person. So I think like a really important exercise also is like an actual behavior you can engage in is create things that in your head were like you're looking at as 
what like what you thought something was or like um we never fought and then write out a reality and this is also kind of like cbt um you know um uh cbt which is why am i forgetting all of a sudden cognitive, cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy. therapy suddenly my brain just drew a blank and i like have all the cbt workbooks cognitive behavioral therapy of actually going through what things are facts and what things are you know things that you that are your beliefs so i would go through and say okay we never fought like you might start thinking things like that then go through and you could literally write facts for it like write a replacement statement for that like we literally fought on june 3rd june 9th this like we had to leave my brother's wedding because we were in such a big fight you know i think that's a huge important exercise behavior or behavioral exercise you could engage in is actually write down things that are facts because it really is fascinating how like with everything else you suddenly see things as better with the new version you get except for relationships you start looking back and you're like oh my god i love that about them i love that about him and like in reality like that is not at all what it was no you're just making excuses for that um exactly okay what about telling someone you're pregnant after they break up with you even though you aren't casey psycho <laughs> i mean that's what my think, only what, what do you think the function of that is again it's attention definitely attention you're multiple just, you're, you're, you're crying you're crying wolf to try to make someone stay and these behaviors i mean you really need to like think about them and acknowledge them and realize that you don't want somebody to stay with you if you have to fake a pregnancy or take Vyvanse pills to get them <laughs> to stay with you, okay? You are too good for that. There is no reason for that. I mean, it's either a fuck yes or a no, okay? Fuck yes or fuck no if you're going to be with someone. The feathers, okay? You are either going to get married to this person you're with, break up, or die. Okay, so there's three options here. And I just, I mean, especially with people that go through multiple breakups and they're like, oh, we're back together again, we're back together again. I mean, once I finally, and I'm saying this only because I am so lucky I found that, but once I found that, I realized, like I said, all the, or like Liat said about the, you know, old car, old this, all the things that I wasn't getting, all the things that I wasn't um, receiving in my relationships that I was in, and the part of me that I wasn't showing up to either, all the things that I had to take responsibility and ownership for that I wasn't bringing to the relationship because I wasn't being my true authentic self because I wasn't comfortable in the relationships that I was in. So sorry, that was a rant, but just, just know that. Okay. And also, um, going to give you guys some alternative behaviors to engage in. Also, there's a few songs you could listen to. What were your favorite breakup songs ever? Adele's entire album. Okay. These are our, our we're going to start our prescriptions. Okay. So a prescription for a breakup, right? I listened to Adele on repeat her album 21, every single song. And I would just sing it so loud and cry and drink wine and just be like, she feels me. She feels my pain. What is yours? Um, mine was the song by Jesse James. It's like, I look so good without you. It's like, listen to that. And another good song is, um, well, if you're in a shitty ass relationship and you're like just trying to avoid the breakup, there's a song by John Mayer called Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. 
and you're oh, literally yeah. just like burning <laughs> and you're just like trying to stay around in fire in hell yeah that's bending. a good one um another empowering song i always love was pink's you and your hand and i'd be like it's just you and your hand tonight you know that one and it's no, like, like it's you're good. by like your rendition yeah. of it yeah it's a good one i like christina uh, aguilera fighter oh yeah or survivor yeah oh my god yeah so many songs guys music is a really powerful tool um when you are going through a breakup and also i want to stress so much that if you don't allow yourself time to grieve the ending of whatever relationship it may be um you're not doing yourself a service okay it's okay to grieve i want you to realize that you can take the time to listen to sappy love songs to drink the wine to eat the ice cream to eat the pizza to go out and get crazy but do not sit in that pity party do not stay there okay please you now after a couple of days of that, okay, now it's time to find those differential reinforcement of alternate behaviors. Find your support system. Find a hobby that isn't stalking your ex on Facebook, okay? Engage in self-care. Like, if you have to get yourself off Facebook for a little also, that's fine. Like, a lot of people are like, he's going to know that I'm, like, hurting the fact that I had to get off. Who gives a fuck? At this point, they didn't give a fuck about you. So this is about your healing process, not about theirs. That I feel very passionate about. And also, I know that it's really hard to hear advice when you're going through a breakup from friends like, you know, he wasn't the right one anyways, or, you know, he treated you like shit. And it's in the moment and you're not ready for it. It's not going to work. But really listen to the advice of those closest to you that know you the most, because you're in a part a situation where your judgment is clouded by everything that's going on. And you need to focus on the people that are the neutral parties. Um, and listen to what they have to say, even if you're not ready yet, but acknowledge that you're not ready and then listen when you're ready. Um, and also reflect on the relationship. Okay. Reflect on, like I said, your, your part of the relationship, take, you know, write down exactly like a pragmatic list of all the things that were good about the breakup, the things that, you know, reasons why you had to leave, um, and then move the F on. All right. Do not be a victim. Do not let this define you. It's time for you to take back your life and take back the control. Like the hottest girls and guys ever, like successful people, they go through breakups too. This doesn't mean that you're any less than anyone else. Like love does not work out with every single person. That is huge to remember. Set yourself up a token economy if you need. Like literally stickers work just as well for adults as they do for kids. Like literally start off. Okay. Every 20 minutes, I don't call him. I'm going to put a check, okay? Then you could do it like every hour, I don't call him. Every day, I don't call him. Increase that and put give yourself rewards for not doing it, you know? Like the same way if you're trying to do any behavior you don't want to do, like study. Every day that I studied, I'm going to give myself a check. You know, create a habit. Um, eventually, try make it, you know, going 60 days. Another huge thing is the language you talk to yourself in, I think is really important, your own verbal behavior is being, instead of saying like, this is the worst time in my life and I'm so lost, which I, I totally get it and I stand behind you and I've been a crazy bitch. So don't think that I'm like coming here, standing on my high horse, married and all perfectly happy. Like I effing hate Eliron sometimes. Um, so don't think that I'm all perfect at all. I'm not like Casey. She's <laughs> yeah. so not relatable. Um, not relatable at all. Matt and I are so perfect. He's actually but, hanging my whiteboard right now for the collective. <laughs> 
Oh my God, must be nice. Yeah. Um, so a, a huge thing is also looking at it is like, this is my time to rebrand myself and recreate myself into the best version of myself. Don't want to make you jealous, Casey, but um, Carol over here, who's hanging out with me earlier, was Carol, telling, <laughs> um, who was telling me earlier that, you know, like she's so thankful for the way her relationship ended with her ex because she, you know, she's like, I would never be in the career of ABA. I would never have gone to get my BCBA because I like this person was, you know, really successful and wanted me to just be like a stay at home, you know, wife, whatever it is. And then she's like, because of it, I actually came out a better version of myself. Um, and so well, I think the thing about grief, grief will change you. It's not something you can rush. And the only way out of what you're in is to through. go through it. And that is our thing that we're going to leave you on today is that the only way out is to go through it. Okay. And if you need support, just reach out to the behavior bitches. <laughs> We'll give you some motivation. Yeah, seriously. You guys are capable of so much more than you know. The pain sucks, but I swear shit gets better. It, it really, really does. does. Jinx. Jinx. Whoa. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to episode 15. Never Go thought we'd make it. support us on Patreon. Please support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com. Is it slash behavior bitches? Yes. Backslash, I think. I don't really Backslash. know. But yeah, Behavior you just bitches. search Behavior Bitches Patreon. You'll find it. Also on Instagram, Behavior Bitches Podcast. Facebook, Behavior Bitches Podcast. And leave us a review if you love us. And also send us some ideas for other topics. Maybe, you know, if you have guests that you want to have come on that are super cool. Um, Yeah. Other than that, as always, love you. Mean it. Hey guys, it's Liat here, and I just wanted to take the time for just a single second of your time and tell you about something awesome. As you know, Casey and I are super into this podcast thing going on here and getting it started. And I just wanted to let you know that there's an easy way to get it done. And that is what I'm gonna tell you right now about Pretty Easy Podcasts. Thank God we got in touch with the team at Pretty Easy Podcasts. They help you do everything from start to finish. They will get your show up there. They will record the episode for you. They will produce it. They will add bleeps in if you're full of F-bombs like myself. Whatever it is that you need, they will do it. When you first said you wanted to start a podcast, I was like, okay, we can do that. We have no idea what we're doing. I never really thought it would get off ground until we met Alan at Pretty Easy Podcast and he put all my fears to rest. He helped us get everything going from all of our audio, audio editing and production and hit our song that we have, which is amazing by the way. We're allowed to record from our own homes. He helps us with our guests. Um, he caters to our schedule. Come on, Leah, we are the worst with scheduling. I mean, I know we said we're going to have a podcast a week. So far, we're out a few days, but hey, he works with us. That's what we need. But the point is, we were looking at how we could download all these different programs to try learn how to do all this podcasting stuff. But truth is, it's affordable. It's much easier to have someone do it for you. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com 
and you could get started today. So, I say go. I say if you want to be heard, if you have something to say, like we do, we love the sound of our own voices, and we found Alan who lets our voices shine. So thank you, Alan, at prettyeasypodcast.com. Yeah, you'll know what that means.